This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. And Mary Beth and I will be coming to you very shortly after this brief message from our sponsor to discuss dual credits from home. See you soon. Affirm Films and Sony Pictures Animation present The Star, the fully animated story of the first Christmas, told through a whole new set of eyes. Bo the donkey and his stable of animal friends follow the star to become some unlikely heroes. That light, that's the star. This is where it's been leading me. What's his name? His name is Jesus. The Star. In theaters November 17th. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. More information is available at thestarmovie.com. Good evening and welcome to Road School Moms. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and the co-founder at Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RVing needs as a family and so much more. On tonight's broadcast and every episode, I am blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey there, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a full-time RVing mama to four kiddos on the road, and the creator of What Road Trip Teacher, your educational resources for destination learning adventures. We chronicle our travels at Diary of the Road Mom, so you can follow our crazy circus over there. And we're calling in to you from night, at least my fam is, from beautiful southern Indiana. And I am so glad, KT, to hear your voice. Where in the world are you? I am calling in tonight from north of Houston in um, Texas, and we pulled in earlier this week, and uh, there's a whole bunch of families here, so it's been a lot of fun. Probably seven, eight, maybe nine families were here over the course of the week, so we had a good time, good time. So tell me about your road school week, Mary Beth. Well, my road school week has been um, pretty traditional, I guess you can say. We were stationary for most of the week up in central Illinois, and we're following our knotgrass history studies. All of my kiddos, well, three of my kiddos are using knotgrass units this year for a bulk of their curriculum, so we kind of put nose to the grindstone this week and started the literature units that come along with those wonderful um, U.S. history packets that we're following. Um, my third grader, gosh, sometimes I have to remember what grade they're in because I don't really think about that anymore, but my third grader, who is not uh, following that Notgrass History um, path, was actually kind of doing her own thing. We're working on a really fall, a fun fall unit study, so we've been outside a lot earlier this week. It was kind of cold here, um, but during the day it was sunny, so we've done some leaf collecting, and we started with an insect collection, but uh, we kind of got sidetracked. We kind of found out that wasn't her thing. So we um, done that early in the week, and then the last couple days of the week, we got the opportunity to go back to southern Indiana, which is where we originally launched from when we bought our RV. Um, our family lived there for about 15 years in that Bloomington area. And um, ironically, what started us uh, thinking about going there, I'd done a guest post for Brianna Royal of a crazy family adventure about um, water parks, the best, one of the better... But she done a, she's doing a, a uh, roundup, I guess it is, on water parks around the country, and I did a guest post for her about the uh, water park in southern Indiana there in Paoli in West Baden. And after we'd done that, we started talking about that area and how we hadn't been there for a while, so we decided to take the rig and go down there for a few days. And you know right where we were at is at the Jellystone there at Bloomington, wonderful facility. There, of course, the water park that's normally open to the summer is not open right now, but it's still a great facility, and it's right there not far from the lake, um, Lake Monroe. And so we had a really, really good week, road school and otherwise. How about you? Um, yeah, I remember that Bloomington water park, and that was so fun. And we had um, gone midweek in the summer and had that whole place to itself. So um, it was uh, – I love that place, so I'm, I'm happy to hear that you were in that area. 
our road school week. Well, we started the week in uh, Roswell, New Mexico, and so we had quite a many miles to cover. So there was two or three days of driving, I don't quite recall. It all becomes a blur. Um, and then uh, we moved here to Conroe. I had a birthday. I had a birthday this week. Yay, Friday was my birthday. And it was lovely. Um, I experienced a new birthday phenomenon. Actually, I think it's the same old birthday phenomenon, but I forget every year. You know, I actually forgot how old I was going to be. I thought that's yeah. something that happened, like, in your 80s or 90s. But, no, it seems to be happening <laughs> to me in my 40s. <laughs> I had, like, zero idea how old I was going to be. I had to do the math and everything. Um, but I had a lovely day. My family showered me with cards and gifts and um, we had uh, families here to celebrate with, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, I spent the week getting ready for our upcoming Road School Moms cruise uh, with Cruise Chicks. I'm leaving this Tuesday. Uh, we did Poetry Tea Time. I invited all the families that were here to join us at Poetry Tea Time, and we had from ages 6 to all the way 21, oh, 6 months, I should say, to 21 years old at Poetry Tea Time this week. It was a lot of fun. You can see pictures of that at Road School Moms Facebook group in the peak of my week. And then I took uh, seven crazy boys uh, to an airsoft arena yesterday. It was the highlight of Dominic's year, I believe. <laughs> Can't wait to go again. And uh, that was my week. It was busy, but um, a good pace for us. So looking forward to a vacation next week. I can't, I can't barely believe it, Mary Beth, a vacation. I know. Well, last year at this time you were in Italy, or not, maybe not at this exact time, but I know in November you were in Italy, and this year you're um, going on this cruise. I can't wait to hear all about it. And happiest of birthdays. I'm sorry that you and I didn't get to talk on your birthday, but you know I wish you another happy year around the sun. I have to mention I forgot about our poetry tea time. You know, um, earlier in the week we actually didn't um, do poetry tea time on Tuesday, but it was kind of fun because my kid, my girls anyway, shared um, our poetry tea time with a couple of their friends that are um, in public school. But they had a lot of fun with it over the weekend. This, this weekend, the boys went to an IU game um, there in Bloomington, and so we took advantage of some girl time and gathered a couple of those friends. And I can't tell you, I are, is your poetry team time getting easier? Uh, yeah, super easy. This time, we didn't even boil the water because it was like 85 degrees, so we had cold tea. Well, I have to tell you that here. <laughs> we took uh, our poetry tea time consisted of our um, fancy schmancy teacups that we found at the Covered Bridge Festival, but we poured Sprite in them and had pizza. So that really is proof that you can put anything in your teacup. Absolutely. That is awesome. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you and I have come a long way, girlfriend, let me just say. <laughs> can you imagine that? I mean, that would have taken me a long time to come to grips with that before, right? I mean, it would have had to been all complicated, but this time, not so much. Yeah, a couple seasons ago, you and I would be planting our own tea and harvesting it and drying the leaves. <laughs> we would have been trying to have private label road school mom's tea and making our own, uh, I don't even know what, trying to get that off the ground. So you're right. It's actually a long way. We should do that. You know, that's 150-some shows ago, so there you go. Woo! Look at, look at us now, putting Sprite in teacups and calling it good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that says about us, but Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> cracking myself up because it, it's good. It's good. We are like reformed. I can't call us perfectionists because we were never really very good at much of what oh, we did. Oh, we were not. <laughs> we were very good at it. I'll tell you what we were good at, and we still are, is being crazy and complicated and woven into all kinds of just woven into all kinds of crazy if we're not careful. So. I'm good to, hit, uh, to meet up with you every Sunday night on the show to make sure I am on the right path to uncomplicated, non-expectation, you know, adventures. Absolutely, absolutely. I think I think that what we love to talk about, right? Expectations. I think that you and I have successfully figured out how to rein in our expectations and enjoy living in the moment and being intentional with our time and being intentional with our energy. Um, and I think that that is the curve that I see you and I 
um, have been on for quite a while. Um, so I'm glad we discovered Poetry Tea Time all the way here at, you know, episode 150 plus, uh, as opposed to in the beginning, because Lord knows I would have had a temp- temper tantrum already. Oh, my goodness. That's the truth. That is the truth. And, you know, way back when, we both just had elementary kiddos and, you know, both of, both of us had kiddos that weren't, that weren't um, you know, they were preschoolers and things were a whole lot easier then. And now here we are. Both of us are homeschooling a high schooler, and that is what brought us to um, our guests on tonight's show, which I'm so excited um, to bring this information. Becky at Dual Home Credit, um, or Dual Credit at Home, I'm sorry, dualcreditathome.com is going to be joining us in just a few minutes to talk more about Road Schooling High School. Yes, I'm really excited to learn about this dual credit phenomenon. It's something I hear a lot of in our circles, especially as our road school kiddos kiddos get older. I think it's crazy ironic that we have relinquished a lot of our expectations just in time to launch um, some kiddos into higher education. (laughs) So it's hopefully a good fit for us. Hey, it's it's all God's plan. It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Do you uh, have Tyler in some sort of dual credit situation? I do not. Um, it's on the horizon for us, but um, I, I do not. Now, uh, Mary Jane Williams, Road School Moms, Mary Jane Williams, I can tell you that she, I've watched um, a road schooler have um, dual credit opportunities. Her um, daughter, Brooke, that just graduated last year and was in a dual credit situation, so I do understand a little bit about it. And I know she has one of her road schoolers that um, is Tyler's, well, in, in that age group, are doing CLEP. Um, which is kind of the same um, journey as dual credit, but we are not um, we're not at that place yet. That's something I'm kind of thinking about for him for next year. And I'm really in, um, excited to talk to Becky tonight because that's one of my questions or one of our questions for her is, you know, what's the right time to really start focusing on dual credit? Yes, I, um, like you, do not have Dominic or Blaze in any kind of dual credit situation, but I am very, very intrigued about it. Um, So I'd like more information also, and I I hope to be inspired by tonight's show to see exactly how that all works out. Dominic is actually sitting with me, and he's not thrilled to hear that he might be getting some extra work. Speaking of extra work, I started Dominic. I saw um, a few more minutes before that he joins us. So I saw this really cool um, constitutional, uh, I'm going to find it while we're on that line, constitutional curriculum. Did you see that on uh, on Facebook? No, is it, is it an apologia? Yeah, I, I uh, do believe it is apologia. Because, you know, that's one of the things I bought at FPEA the first year we were there. Is it consists of videos and, and uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, so Tyler used that his freshman year, and we absolutely loved it. And um, it was an, we bought it at the Apologia booth at the very first FPEA we went to, and Tyler really, really liked it. Yeah, that's well. I saw that they had a uh, trial. They had you could do two episodes and watch the videos. And so um, I think that right now, um, right now. Most critically, it is so important. You know, I, let me go back a minute. When when I finally came to grips with exactly how I went to road school, I the the step that I had missed over and over again was you know deciding my goals for their education and intentionally then using that as my target. So until I did that, I kept floundering and floundering. But right now, one of my goals for their education is for them to be well-versed in the Constitution because the times that we live in right now and the lawmakers that we have and the political arena that we have, no matter what your slant, is, um, is uh, you know, is overshadowing, I feel, in my opinion, that what, what the forefathers of this country wanted and it's really important that our youth understand what this country was built on. And so I was so excited to see this. And now I'm even more excited that you you got to do it with Tyler. So um, I just can't. I, you, uh, if you're a Word School mom listening and you have uh, a kiddo 
that's uh, in the age group. What ages would you say it's for, Mary Beth? Well, if I remember right, I think I bought it um, at their high school curriculum table. So I would say um, definitely middle school or high school, um, I would say, you know, 7th or 8th grade definitely would work. Um, Tyler obviously used it in his freshman year. And um, what I, the one thing I really liked about it, Tyler's always been um, interested in government and, you know, U.S. history, likes to go back and know where things started and how they came about and, and, and why the laws are what they are. And, and that's what, you know, took him back to that. Um, what I really liked about it was he um, ended up with a credit for that whole Constitution curriculum. I think he'd done it in a semester. And then last year he took it a little bit further. I talked to you last week about um, notebooking pages, and that's exactly what we've done. We went to our notebookingpages.com library that I have a membership to, and I printed off a whole slew of notebooking pages that were already ready, and he customized some of his own. And the second semester, he went in more depth about certain aspects of the Constitution. I know he did a whole thing on the Declaration of Independence. He's really interested in Thomas Jefferson, so he done a whole just kind of um, biographically, I guess, research paper on that. Um, and he really spent the whole year springboarding, you know, off of that Constitution curriculum that you're talking about. So I think um, based on your road schooler, you know, the age isn't as important maybe as the interest level and the comprehension of, you know, what you're really talking about. Yes. Oh, and just to clarify what Apologia says, they say it's a 25-part high school-level course on history and the application of the United States Constitution. So uh, I strongly in encourage road school moms who are listening to check it out and see if it would be a good addition to their road school. But we'll let's uh, bring on – I'm sorry, go ahead, Mary Nope, I just want to say we'll make sure to put the link in the tonight's show notes so if you go back to road school moms. If you're listening to us on iTunes, that's awesome. But if you're looking for our show note links, just go to Road School Moms, click on this show, and um, that'll bring up the post all about all the things that KP and I are talking about tonight, including this Apologia curriculum, which there will be a link to to take you right to it. Absolutely. Okay, so back to dual credit and uh, back to um, Becky. Becky joins us tonight. Uh, thank you for coming on to Road School Moms, Becky. And could you please take a minute to introduce yourself and tell us how you fit into the homeschool community? Sure. Well, thank you so much for um, asking me to share. It's um, super exciting to get to share what we do in our family. Um, my name is Becky, and we have homeschooled 10 kids. Um, seven have graduated, three left to graduate, and we live in the Houston area. Awesome, Becky. So tell us, let's first just talk about the basics of dual credit and tell our listeners um, what exactly is dual credit. Okay, dual credit is just simply when we let our kids earn high school credit and college credit at the same time for the same course. So maybe they're taking government. They, I give them a government credit for high school, but they've also – um, earned college credit in government or any subject, but it's just those two at the same time. And really, homeschool kids have three different ways they can earn dual credit. They can earn it um, by taking an on-campus class, which is, um, you know, a pretty big commitment at one school for an entire semester, or they can earn dual credit by taking online classes, and they can earn dual credit by taking accredited exams. Okay, well that's a good um, explanation and an easy way to lay a foundation for what we're going to be talking about tonight. <clears throat> and so what you just mentioned, those three different ways, I guess that you could say that it's been easier for homeschool students to obtain dual credit? I think it's a lot easier because the public school and some private schools put restrictions on their students' um, you know, that they can only earn dual credit in those core subjects like English or a math or a history or a government. But yet at the same time as homeschoolers, we can go to the junior college and um, like one of my daughters took all of her nursing prerequisites during her junior and senior year of high school. 
So, um, and she earned dual credit. I gave her anatomy and physiology one and two and microbiology. I gave her all of those high school credits. Um, but if she'd been in a public school situation, they wouldn't have allowed her to do that. So, um, you know, based on each student, they can earn dual credits in, I mean, architecture classes, um, computer programming classes, and we can give them high school credit for that. So, yes, it is much easier for homeschool students to earn dual credit. That makes all kinds of sense. So, Becky, what is the time frame for beginning dual credit? I've got a sophomore um, in high school this year, and we've talked about it, but I'm really not for sure when is, you know, when is the best time to consider this path. Okay, and that's, you know, as parents, we have to look at our kids, and depending on what method they're going to use to earn dual credit, um, if it's an on-campus class, you may want to save that for an older student who, um, who's, you know, more prepared, uh, mature level for an on-campus situation. If they're going to take an online class and they're doing it at the dining room table, then perhaps a little younger. You know, as long as you feel like they're ready to handle that course load. Um, because once they take a um, either one of those on-campus or online courses, that's fixed. That grade, if you know, if they weren't quite ready and they earned a C, that's part of their GPA, and it's not going away. So we really want to make sure our kids are ready. Um, that the other option was to earn credit using exams, which has been the favorite in our family. And um, you have to be 13 years old to purchase a CLEP exam from College Board. So we let our kids begin to earn their college degrees when they're 13, as young as 13. My 14-year-old is a boy, and he has not begun to accumulate college credit yet. But he, um, he definitely will, you know, within the next year. But my 16-year-old is almost halfway finished. So we start at 13, and then um, it just depends. The parents can decide for each one of their kids. Okay, well, that's very good information, and especially that you shared that, you know, whatever grade they get becomes part of their permanent record. So very mm -hmm. good information for trying to make a decision. Um, okay, so Mary Beth and I have seen terms that are called traditional and non-traditional students. What do those terms refer to? Okay, well, um, a, just a general explanation. When you think of a traditional college student, that that is um, just someone who has already graduated from high school. Let's say they're 18, they graduated in May. In August, they go off to college or they enroll at a local, you know, they don't really have to go away, but perhaps it's a nearby university or a junior college or community college. But they're finished with high school, and now they are a college student. And traditionally, they are in a brick-and-mortar school. They're in a classroom. They go Monday through Thursday or Monday, Wednesday, uh, or Tuesday, Thursdays, or something like that. But that's traditional. All of their classes, they physically go to them, and they have a textbook they carry, and that's traditional. Non-traditional can be a mixture. Some of that in an on-campus situation um, and maybe a couple of online courses while you're studying for one or two CLEP exams um, that semester. So non-traditional is just anything out of that, that ordinary definition of a college student. Perfect. So are there, there, are there only certain classes or subjects that qualify for dual credit? For those public school students, like I mentioned a minute ago, when the school can dictate um, what classes their kids can, their students can go take um, that they're going to issue high school credit for, then those kids are limited. And it may depend some on what state a family's homeschooling in. Um, you know, here in Texas, we can give credit for any subject as long as, as it's meeting our, our state's guidelines for homeschooling. But, um, and that's the beauty of it, that we can choose these courses that 
fit our own kids. You know, like I have a son who wants to be an architect, so he doesn't spend a lot of time in accounting uh, classes, and, you know, he wants to be doing AutoCAD and drawing and things like that. So we do get to customize it for each one of our kids, and we're not limited to which classes or subjects. But if you're homeschooling or road schooling under an umbrella program, you're going to want to check with them and make sure that uh, you can award high school credit for some for some subjects that aren't part of the core curriculum. Okay. Now, you have uh, touched on the CLEP exams, so uh, just to reiterate, um, do dual courses, dual, do credit courses take the same amount of time to complete as a regular high school course, and is there a way to test out of courses that a student has already mastered? Okay. Um, dual credit courses, if they are um, on campus or online, they're typically one semester. And HSLDA recommends that for every one semester of a college course, you give them one high school credit. So um, just an easier way of saying that is one college semester equals a high school year. So dual credit courses, um, let's say government, you can do it in, in one semester if it's online or on campus. And typically, um, well, and I, I might have picked a bad example because government is typically a one-semester high school course. But let's say something like algebra. Typically, a high school student will do algebra from August to May for an entire year and get a high school credit for that. But if it's a college algebra course, it's just going to be one semester. But yet you can give them an entire high school credit for that. So they can be completed in less time, and then there's definitely a way to test out. My kids um, love to earn college credits about every five weeks, actually. They can prepare for a subject. Of course, we do immerse in that subject. We're not doing seven subjects every day, but they may do, um, less, uh, like, U.S. History one they may do that uh, two and a half hours a day. And in five weeks, they pass the college level exam for that. Then um, they go to the next one, five more weeks or so, and they've earned more college credit. Excuse me. So um, we definitely take advantage of testing out of courses. Why don't you go ahead and tell us, because I know you've mentioned CLEP, and for our listeners that aren't familiar with what that stands for and what that means, can you tell us a little bit more about the CLEP exam? Okay. CLEP is a, it stands for College Level Exam Program, and it is an accredited um, way to, to measure a student's knowledge in a subject. It is put out by College Board, and that's the same company that administers um, the SAT exam. So it is accredited, um, meaning your student can take that, and if the university accepts that particular exam, then in, they don't have to go take the actual class. They are awarded the credits because they proved in a 90-minute exam that they already knew the subject material. So really the way most people think about a CLAP exam or a DSST exam, which is just another accredited exam program, they think of that as a way to measure your prior knowledge. So somewhere along the way over your um, typically adult life, you became familiar with a topic. And so instead of taking a course, you can just prove that you know that information. So we just let our high school students, our kids, self-teach that material. And we use high school level textbooks to do that. So maybe we use um, apologias biology book to study biology, and then we go past the college uh, level exam on natural sciences. So um, it has just been a way for my kids to, and, and I say my kids, I know hundreds of kids that are, that I'm helping um, work through this same kind of a program, that um, they have just, they they acquire that knowledge 
it's not like um, unintentionally it kind of happened over the last 10 years. We, we made it happen. Then we go test on our prior knowledge and earn the college credit for it. <clears throat> well, that's very interesting. Okay, so um, you have study plans there at Dual Credit at Home. Can you tell us what that's about and uh, what our listeners would gain from accessing them? Okay, what those um, study plans are is just kind of a result of um, when friends would ask us, how are our kids earning how are they graduating from high school the same month, say May of one year, that they complete their bachelor's degree? And so I used to just tell my friends, um, just let your kids go take U.S. History 1 CLEP exam and then U.S. History 2 and just begin to build on that during those high school years. But um, because I had a baby, our last child, our 10th child, was born the year our oldest child at age 17, began law school. And so I was just a busy mom, 10 kids. Um, you know, I'm changing diapers, nursing a baby with the oldest, you know, with kids in high school and everywhere in between. So it was it was a busy time in life, and I didn't really have time to write down lesson plans. But finally, when um, my youngest was about eight, I realized I could sit down now. I'm, I mean, he's kind of independent. We're sitting at the same kitchen table. And what can I do while I'm sitting here? And so many people wanted to know not just what test to take, but what to do on Monday morning, what to do on Tuesday morning to prepare their kids to um, to have a like a daily lesson plan to walk through. So I wrote those study plans to walk kids through the basic 13 exams um, that are kind of like the core. Um, English, math, science, history, government, those types of exams. And that's what those study plans are. It's a daily plan to follow. And at the end of uh, end of completing them, um, the kids have earned 51 college credits. That's amazing. And I love that resource. Um, and I know that you've got some freebies. I want you to touch on that, too, while we're talking tonight. I feel like this is an interrogation. I feel like you can really introduce throwing question after question at you because we're so we've, we've talked about this on air for so long and just to have you mm -hmm. on here and give us so much information that we appreciate that so much um but go sure. ahead and tell us quickly what um i know you've got freebies that are listed on your website to help our um homeschooling families that have high schoolers you want to tell us about those i would be happy to um you can go to dualcreditathome.com forward slash resources and that's where you're going to see um, several things that you can just download for free. One is an ebook that just kind of explains um, because some some listeners may be going, "Do what? How did her kids do that?" So if they want a quick um, kind of overview of how to earn a bachelor's degree during high school, that ebook is going to tell them that. Um, there on my website, they can see links to some free webinars where I teach that. And um, a couple of other things they can download that would be super helpful. One is a really neat transcript template. It's really um, an editable PDF done in Excel and um, has some, some thoughts on that. I do have a free webinar on transcripts as well, so they can download that. And another one is a four-year plan that is also an editable PDF. But just to map out, no matter what point you are in high school, fill in what's been done, um, fill in what's left to be done, and do it in pencil and tweak it as you go. And as, as your child's future becomes a little clearer, then um, kind of hone in on that and make it just a, the perfect custom thing for them. But those are some of the free things at dualcreditathome.com forward slash resources. That's awesome. And I, I want to... Um ask you one more thing while we're talking about this. When mm -hmm. you said a few minutes ago when you were talking about your study plan specifically and that um, by using those you can essentially come up with 51 college credits and you talked about those uh -huh. classes that are kind of the core like the history and the government and all of those. Now if, if my student already thinks he has his life figured out, 
shouldn't he just take courses only specific to what his major will, that he thinks his major will be, or are those core courses something that is a prerequisite for just virtually any any path that you're going to take if the, if college is in their future? Okay. Well, you know, you hear colleges say, um, or we refer to the basics, and really the first two years of college, first two years of a bachelor's degree, are the same for just about everybody. Everybody has to have that. It's a wide spectrum of subjects, but just very shallow. And then if you're going to major in history or English, you go deep into that subject. But the, the college basics or the college core um, or general education requirements, as they're often called, are really the same for everyone. So even if even if someone doesn't, even if a, a, a teenager doesn't know what they want to be, they could go ahead and start earning all the credits in those core subjects and then focus on the courses that are real specific to their major. So, um, and, and all of the kids are going to need electives, um, you know, 20 or 30 credits worth of electives. So exams that they take or courses that they take at an accredited junior college or, or community college on campus or online, all of those can find a, a place in their degree plan later, even if they um, are not related to their major, then they can be electives. So um, they don't have to have their life figured out, and most kids don't at that point, but they can still make great strides and save a ton of money um, by knocking out some of those credits that are related to that core um, part of their major. Hopefully well, Becky, the information um, you helpful. shared tonight is incredibly helpful and it's going to put a lot of people on the right road to saving money and educating their children and getting their kids dual credit at home. So thank you so much. And I went to your um, resources page, your freebie page on your website, and I'm going to encourage all the listeners to do that. To start there, go to um, dualcreditathome.com and then click on that freebies uh, tab at the top. And go ahead and get some of her freebies because those are fantastic tools to start this journey with. Thank you so much for all the information you brought us tonight. Well, thank you. And, th and thank you for all that y'all do for all of us, too. Thank you, Becky. Good night. All right. Good night. Well, Mary Beth, I'm so glad that you um, scheduled Becky for the show because this, you know, gives us such a good grasp. I, you, I, I'm going to tell you the truth, Mary Beth. When somebody says dual credit to me, I smile, I nod, I think that's awesome for them, and I go, well, that's out of the realm of what I can handle. Right. <laughs> not, that's not in my general arena. But uh, Beth, Becky's resource here, dual credit at home, puts it right in your grasp. It's, I, I, I'm sitting here looking at the compile a four-year high school plan, and it's only a few pages, and um, – you know, she has really accumulated all this data that I could have spent days and days and weeks and weeks trying to figure out, um, but she's created this roadmap right here. So I, I can't encourage you enough, Road School Moms, if you're tuned in tonight or listening on the replay, go to the website and uh, go to her freebies. Start there. And uh, I, I love, you know, I love when she said, I created these study guides so you'd know what to do on Monday morning because... Lord knows I have no idea what I'm doing on Monday morning. <laughs> well, I think we can all relate to that. And, um, you know, that was really why I have been working to bring her on the show. You know, we talked with Cheryl Vastain, um within the last, or I guess it was last week or within the last few weeks. My my weeks are kind of blurry in my head. Um, we talked with her about her high school um, homeschooling experiences. And, you know, dual credit is talked about so much. And like you said, those words fly around. And I just thought it was important to really talk about what dual credit really means, how you can apply it to your home, um, to your high schoolers. And, you know, even if it's not, there are reasons probably that um, you may not want to pursue dual credit. Maybe it's just not the right fit for your kiddo, and that's okay. But I still think that you need to be aware of it um, and why it exists and really, you know, Becky's study plans over at dual um, dual credit at home.com really does provide a roadmap for that direction. So it's definitely worth checking out. Um, and, and it's definitely, you know, sit down and talk to your high school about it, What you know, if that's, if that's the right fit for them, um, because it really can be a benefit. And 
um, like I said before, um, Road School Mom, Mary Jane Williams, two years ago, I believe it was, Brooke graduated. It was just a situation, just exactly what, like Becky just said, um, Brooke Williams graduated from high school, I believe, in May, and she turned right around and graduated um, with an associate's degree um, in a field that she'd been working on just a few months later, I think within two months. So it really can be done. So inspiring. Um, I'm thinking I might, this might be the year I get my act together. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm just threatening, actually. Your act is together. You just don't know it yet. You'll look back and think, "Well, oh, I really did know. You know, I really did. You have it together more than you think. Expectations, oh, wow. my friend. Expectations. Truth. Truth. Okay, so tell me all about uh, what's coming up for Road School Mom uh, for yes, uh, so, Teacher this week. And Road School um, Yes, all of it. All of it. Well, uh, I can tell you that, you know, I know we talk about national parks so much, Um I love national parks, and my one of my best-selling study guides is the ABCs of America's National Parks, and that's because probably it's one of the uh, road trip teacher resources that we put so much time into because it was so much fun. Um, but we're in Indiana, and I just, um, the whole time we've been here the last few months, I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, there's the Indiana Dunes, and that's the national park here, but there's really no other national parks close, and, you know, oh, poor us. Um, and over the last couple of weeks, I realized how many wonderful state parks are in the state of Indiana. So I'm going to mention three that are very favorite. Turkey Run State Park, mid midwest central Indiana. McCormick's Creek State Park, mid-southern-ish Indiana. And then Spring Mill State Park. I love Spring Mill State Park. We just went through there this weekend again. It was beautiful with all the beautiful colors in the trees. It's in southern Indiana. Um, so I guess I am going to, we're going to spend a little bit of our road school this week exploring some state park experiences, and um, we'll be writing about those over at Road Trip Teacher as well and letting you know our recommendations for those. And I just have to encourage you, Road School Moms, um, take advantage of your of the parks. It doesn't have to be in, in the national park system, although those are wonderful. You know, we talk about those a lot on this show, and it has wonderful, wonderful um, junior park ranger program and all of that. But there's so much to be gained also with state parks and even county parks. Um, offer lots and lots of resources. So that's what we're going to do over the next couple of days where we're at. The weather is, um, it's rainy and stormy today, but um, it's still warm here. So we're going to take advantage of being outside and doing some outside things um, early this week before we get on the road later this week to head a little bit farther south. Very cool. Well, and I also want to throw another kind of park into your head of parks, and that's uh, COE parks. And, you know, I've been on the road a long time. We found COE parks early in our travels and have always gravitated to them. And uh, it's still, they are still a, the best kept secret in RVing as far as I'm concerned. COE stands for Corps of Engineer Parks. It seems that when the Army Corps of Engineers do a project, and most of these projects are water-related, levees, dams, um, water retention, retention systems or diversion systems, when they've done those projects, they've also put in campgrounds adjacent to the project. So 90% of the COE parks have water features. Most of their sites are on water. The site, rent, the site lot daily rates are ridiculously low at around $22, an average of $22 a night. Uh, I will say that most of the spots do not have the sewer hookup, but they do have a dump station on site. Uh, so you have to be aware of that. But there is water and electric, usually 50 amp. Um, and the sites are usually around 80 feet long. Um, they're just fantastic parks. And if you have an access pass, if someone in your um, family is uh, handicapped and has an access pass or the Golden Age pass, you get 50% off those rates. So you're paying like $11 a night for some of the most beautiful sites in the country. So add that to your park list, most definitely. This week, um, as you know, I'm heading off. Ahoy. I'm going. I'm joining Road School Moms. Margie Lundy, Tiana Johnson, Sarah James, and Michelle Harkins as we set sail. Um, from Fort Lauderdale out to the open sea, the Bahamas, and the Dominican Republic. So I will be 
um, gathering some road school mom tips from those ladies that I will be broadcasting in an upcoming show. And then uh, November 12th, um, tune in for Amy Sullivan, the Gutsy Girls book series. Now, this is something that you've been very excited about, Mary Beth, so clue our listeners in about, about who Amy Sullivan is and what Gutsy Girls is. Well, I don't want to reveal too much because I want her to really have um, her chance to spotlight how she came about writing the Gutsy Girls series. But I have to tell you, I've seen um, an interview. It was actually a Facebook Live interview with Dr. Melanie Wilson right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'll actually put that Facebook Live link onto the show notes that are in tonight's show and um, for Amy Sullivan's show. But Amy Sullivan um, is in the midst of writing a book series. There are four books out right now, and each one of those books um, is in the Gutsy Girls book series, and it talks about Christian women who have impacted our lives. Um, they're science-ish based, I guess I think it's safe to say that, um, which is kind of funny to me because it is, you know, it's, it's all about Christian women. And for me, I think sometimes you think, wow, does Christian and science, can you talk about that in the same sentence? And the answer to that is absolutely yes. And this Gutsy Girls book series really illustrates that. And Amy does such a wonderful job with these books, and that is what we're going to talk about with her um, coming up on November the 12th. So very, very excited to bring her to our Road School Moms community. Yes, I'm super excited about that as well. I know you've been talking about this for a long time. I better get my Amazon cart ready because uh, <laughs> I know what usually happens during these series. Uh-huh. I'm usually well, I can tell you I have something. Uh-huh. I have a November birthday coming up for my, you know, Tori's going to be nine. And I already have four of all four of those purchased and wrapped and all ready to go because I know that she's going to absolutely love those. Um, and Amy has educational resources, which she'll talk about, that are also already out there um, that you can use along with that for your kiddos. So um, check that out for uh, next Sunday night. And, you know, after that, we are starting our six-week holiday Road School Moms mini-series. It's crazy to think about. Um, but right after you get back off to your cruise, which we can't wait to hear all about, we're going to do a show on Instant Pot um, holiday dinners, and we're going to do a show on um, homemade holidays. We're going to do a show about uh, RV decorating. We've got six great shows uh, right lined up for our Road School Moms. So uh, check out the calendar over at roadschoolmoms.com and make sure you don't miss those. And if you do, you know, the replays are always available iTunes, and while we're talking about that, if you happen to be listening to us tonight on a replay, please be sure and give us a review when you get done. If it's less than four or five stars, that's okay. Shoot us an email, Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com, or myself, info at RoadTripTeacher.com, and let us know how we can better serve your road school mom's needs. Um, and when you get done, make sure you let me know over at that same email address, that I just shared, info at roadtripteacher.com, and I will send you the free product out of my learning shop, digital product, of your choice, absolutely free. I love that. Um, And I want to remind you that Road School Moms has their own group of prayer warriors that are available for your prayers, so let us know how we can pray for you. It's super easy. All you have to do is send an email. You know how to send an email. Now you can send an email for prayer. It's like sending an email directly to God. But instead, I want you to send it to rsmprayers at gmail.com, and then you'll be tapped in to our um, prayer request line, totally confidential, and you'll be receiving um, encouraging uh, prayer texts back to you. So I love those girls there that do that. Thank you so much to the, for the dedication of that team that does that. And please do take advantage of that situation. In fact, I just want to take a minute right now to raise up in prayer. You know, Mary Beth, I want to say this started as a hard week and ended as an even harder week. I think uh, Monday it was that um, there was a terrorist attack in New York City uh, that took the lives of eight people. And uh, this morning, there was another attack in Texas, in the state that we're in, at, at a church that so far I think has killed 26 people. We are living in some hard, hard times. I, I don't even know if the news can keep up with what's going on in our world. It's, it's becoming so overwhelming. So I just want to take a minute to lift up those people, those survivors and the victims' families in prayer, dear Heavenly Father. 
Thank you so much that um, you give us this time together, that you give us this opportunity to come to you, Lord, in our sorrow and in our happy times. Lord, I just lift up the people who are um, affected by terrorism this year, actually across this week across the globe, not just in America, but across the whole globe. And, Lord, I just ask that you would bring alongside those victims and survivors, people, godly people who can give them a hope and uh, turn these ashes into beauty as you promised. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, thank you for so I just hope, yeah, I just hope that this week gets better for um, for the news cycle because it's been, it's been a hard month. It's been a hard month. It's five days since Vegas happened. It's been a little crazy. Uh, So that is all that I have today. Um, I hope you'll join us next week when we talk uh, to Amy Sullivan of Gutsy Girls. And um, otherwise, I hope everyone has a wonderful week. That's right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us, Rose School Moms. It's so great to share this hour with you from wherever in the world you are. Mark it down in your calendar. Set an alarm on your phone. Or however you have to remember that the Road School Moms come to you live every single Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Our replays are always available over at iTunes. And until then, Road School Moms, uh, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.